Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 696. I clapped him on his good shoulder and laughed. That's sweet. Truly touching. I would have continued, but the room had quieted. Everyone was watching us, watching me. As I looked at the crowd of people, I felt suddenly disoriented. How can I explain? I've already told you I don't know how much time I spent in the Fae, but it had been a long, long while. I had lived there so long that the strangeness of it had faded. I'd grown comfortable there. Now that I was back in the mortal world, this crowded taproom seemed strange to me. How odd to be indoors rather than under the naked sky. The thick-timbered wooden benches and tables looked so primitive and rough. The lamplight seemed unnaturally bright and harsh to my eyes. I'd had no company but Valurian for ages, and the people around me seemed strange by comparison. Whites of their eyes were startling. They smelled like sweat and horses and bitter iron. Their voices were hard and sharp, their postures stiff and awkward but that only scratched the bare surface of it. I felt out of place in my own skin. It was profoundly irritating to be wearing clothes again, and I wanted nothing more than to be comfortably naked. My boots felt like a prison. On my long walk to the Pennysworth, I'd had to constantly fight the urge to remove them. Looking at the faces around me, I saw a young woman of no more than twenty. She had a sweet face and clear blue eyes. She had a perfect mouth for kissing. I took half a step towards her, fully intending to catch her up in my arms, and I stopped suddenly. Just as I began to reach out with one hand to caress the side of her neck, and my head spun with something very close to vertigo, Things were different here. The man sitting beside the woman was obviously her husband. That was important, wasn't it? It seemed a very vague and distant fact. Why wasn't I already kissing this woman? Why wasn't I naked, eating violets and playing music underneath the open sky? Looking around the room again, everything seemed terribly ridiculous. These people sitting on their benches, wearing layers on layers of clothing, eating with knives and forks, it all struck me as so pointless and contrived. It was incredibly funny. It was like they were playing a game and didn't even realize it. It was like a joke I'd never understood before. And so I laughed. It wasn't loud or particularly long, but it was high and wild and full of strange delight. It was no human laugh and it moved through the crowd like wind among the wheat. Those near enough to hear it shifted. And that's the page. I'm Nick, and I'm shifting, baby. Oh, I'm shifting. I'm shifting my pants. What does that mean? Well, they're uncomfortable, so I'm adjusting them, you know. I think you need a new belt. Your pants should fit correctly. I'm Jordana. What I I already said I'm Jordana. Okay? I'm Jeremy. <laughs> Where's Nick? Who can say? Have we ever had a Nick 
really, truly. I think this is how Faye see the world. That's how I kind of interpret this. That, uh, and I, I don't know that if I buy or if I think that like he's he's like taken on fake countenance. Maybe he has taken on fake countenance. I don't know. It's like some kind of culture shock. But I think that this is as close to a glimpse into a Faye point of view as we're likely to get in this book. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, even if it's not literally like how Faye see the world, I think Quoth has become accustomed to like the social mores and and rules of the Faye and specifically of like, you know, hanging out with Valerian. And so he's experiencing a kind of like reverse culture shock. Not unlike, I suppose, if you like spend 10 years in a foreign country and you become really used to like the way they do business there and the way they like conduct themselves, and like the, all the little rules of decorum. And then you come back to like, you know, your country of origin. I'm sure it's also kind of strange and you're like reacclimatizing yourself. And some of the things that strike other people as completely ordinary to do come off as like weird or, or strange. But I think that it's important to understand that this is where quotes mind is at, that like he's, he's still kind of in a fey mindset because on the subsequent few pages, other characters in the story, like take a closer look at him and go, Oh, he's like fey touched. He's, he's not the same guy that he was like three weeks ago. So it's like, it's not just something that's happening to him internally. It's affected how he conducts himself enough that it is perceivable by outsiders. And, so right now it's perceivable by outsiders via the laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Like this whole, it's true that like this whole page is pretty much just like him thinking about stuff, which is something that you can't really do except in a novel is like have a big chunk of, of text that is a character's interiority. That's one of the big strengths of, of novels. And it's all kind of how his perception of, the people and the society around him has completely changed. And I think this might be an explanation for the stories that people tell about people who return from the Fae having gone mad, right? Maybe they haven't gone mad, you know, in the, the loony bin sense so much as they have become so accustomed to how things are in the Fae that they can't adjust to human society again. Aha! Ooh! Ooh! Ah! Ooh! 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 Ah! Aha! 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 Ooh! Ooh! What are you doing? Who does this remind you of? Who do you think has this mindset? Oh, Elodin. Elodin, that's right, my dudes. If there's any character who finds like society kind of quaint and funny, uh, and has no time for it, and you know would would laugh at all of the the performance of existing in society it's elegant so this i think is proof positive like we know later on that he recognizes the shade and he uses the same term florian does in shaden uh to describe it but i think this is proof positive that elegant has come back from the fey and it has adjusted his uh his his way of his worldview somehow i mean i've said this before but the fey is summer camp yeah like it's like you come back from summer camp and the world is a different place suddenly yeah I, I I see that logic as well. I feel like the other character who might qualify as someone whose perception of the world is so different that they don't fit into normal society anymore is Auri. Ooh, yes. 
I agree. Ah, ooh, ah, oh, oh. Although I feel like... Actually more so than Elodin. But I feel like this description of finding things funny and silly is closer to Elodin's worldview. Aori seems like she's she's like frightened of it rather than like above it. Mm. Reasonable. Indeed. Also, Jordana, I don't know what kind of summer camp you went to. I didn't have nearly that much sex at summer camp. Okay, I did not have, there was none of that at summer camp. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it just feels like a very different place. Despite the best efforts of certain campers. Also, I went to like, actually, I guess that doesn't make a difference, but I was going to say I went to an all-girls summer camp. Mm, that just, that just changes the flavor. Not the, uh, that's a good point. You know, not the event. <laughs> yeah, I've seen But I'm a Cheerleader. I know what happens at all-girls camp. That's right. What is But I'm a, I, never mind, I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually a, it's a really good movie uh, starring Natasha Lyonne. Uh, it's a, kind of a satirical. Uh, it, it's it's great. It's like it's a bit of a parody of like teen sex comedies, but it's actually like a very serious and thought provoking look at uh, conversion therapy and oh. uh, women loving women at a time when there were very few movies about it. Not gonna lie, that is not what movie. I expected you to explain. You thought it was a porno, didn't you? <laughs> no, it's a. I I thought yeah, I thought it would be. Well, it probably also <laughs> Look, is. I, I, yeah. I, but I'm in a cheerleader or something like that. But uh, I, I would like to recommend that movie. It's a great movie and uh, you should watch it. It's Natasha Leone and I think it's um, uh, Brittany Murphy is the other uh, lead in it. Uh, now, the problem really is great. I'm incredibly it's... lazy. And if it's not on Netflix, I might not find it. <laughs> I think it's on one streaming site. Anyway, it's great. You should watch it. You should stop okay. this podcast. Well, no, you should keep this podcast on in the background and we will start our commentary of But I'm a Cheerleader right now. So uh, the uh, opening credits um, directed by Jamie Babbitt, uh, of course, uh, and Brian Wayne Peterson. It stars Natasha Lyonne, oh. Clea Duvall, RuPaul, Melanie Linsky, Kathy Moriarty, RuPaul. and Michelle Williams. Oh, and Michelle Williams. That's right. Okay, I don't know where I got Brittany Murphy, but... Uh, Those are right. names I recognize with a shocking course, because can... I can't recognize any celebrity name. Wow. As you can now see, this was distributed by Lionsgate Films. Uh, this is the logo for Lionsgate. Uh, of course, this is the older logo. Uh, the new one uh, was uh, started in circulation in uh, Return of the King, actually. It was Return of the King that the first one started circulating. So wow, that, that is a really um, specific fact. I it, Do you just have that in your brain, or is, are you reading this off the internet? No, I, I have, I'm watching it right now. I'm doing, I'm doing director's commentary. No, no, I mean the, the Lord of the Rings fact. Like that, like how, that you knew that about... About the Lionsgate. Jordana, you, I have a, a secret for you. Any fact can sound authoritative if you make it oh, up. Oh, what? You're, you were lying? You, you, you I don't lying? think of it as lying. I think of it as uh, improvising. <laughs> improvising the truth. Is there anything else you want to talk about on this page? <laughs> no, I think we are quite finished. <laughs> Jordana, did I hurt your feelings? Not for real. <laughs> you seem particularly incensed. I've been tricked. <laughs> You were excited to learn something I new was. about I Lord was. I was really Rings, excited to learn something new about Lord of the Rings. You ruined it. Jordana, it's not like we don't bamboozle you all the time with things that are fake. This is this is a true this is a true thing. And yet I will believe you forever, probably. Jordana will believe us again on tomorrow's page of the Wind. Wind.